Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, you know what I think it is? What do you think? I believe is? sometimes maybe we we start that beginning too hot. I do start it too hot. Maybe that's why it it uh, comes up all over modulated. Maybe that's what it is because right there it was kind of hot. So we'll see. Maybe that's I think I'm onto something else. Okay, a couple things. There's some breaking news. All sorts of breaking news. Bobby Knight, the legendary uh, basketball coach for Indiana, is dead. Eighty three years old. I've never watched a game of college basketball in my life. Um, I've, but Bobby Knight has always been a presence t- through my entire life. He's a famous, the most famous, like hothead basketball coach of all time. He became a big Trump backer. He, like, this guy lives. He was gonna be supporting Trump, right? This guy lives to give the middle finger to it, 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 to establishments. Also, in- shares a birthday with one Peter Rabbit Robinson Shattuck. Oh, does he really? Yes. Remember, I read it to you when we were reading who shares that birthday. I had forgotten. In the hospital, I was reading it. Yes, October twenty fifth, nineteen forty. So yes. So, uh, and I just want to play a, just a couple of uh, uh, sports centers like Bobby Knight cuts because I love guys like this man. I just love it. I love this kind of thing. <laughs> Let me answer that. You know, that is an absolute crock of You know, you What's happening? It ad blocked me. It said I'm blocking ads. This this thing I, I have now, just sometimes it says that I'm blocking ads. Okay. So we'll start from the beginning. Here we go. Okay. Let me answer that. You know, that is an absolute crock of You know, you and people in the news media, all of you uh, dwell on some negative piece of like that. And I don't know how Steve feels about it, but it just And you don't have to bleep one single word of this. They do. I had a friend one time that, that said, why had... Uh, why had he become so popular after he became 85? And he said, because I outlived all those son of a that didn't like me. <laughs> Just remember when you're at a game and you see grass, it's the opposite side of the ball. But if you see hardwood out there, it's the other end of the floor. Try to help you young guys in this profession you've chosen that's one or two steps above prostitution. <laughs> This is without question the most comfortable red sweater I've had on in six years. I can't tell you. If it amazes you, then you don't know anything about basketball. You're you're, uh, uh, illuminating your uh, relative lack of knowledge of the game with a statement like that. Let's just start all this again. Now, I'm not here to argue the thing with you. I'm not going to debate things with you and people from television. No, you want to an answer from me, you get the answer, you don't like his mic the answer, now. then don't use the program, okay? I love this stuff. I can do this all day. 
Probably no motivational device I've ever come across is as good as this. Boy, this is really good. See the see the blood drip out of it? You watch that. See that? He just smashed a piece of media equipment. Patrick Knight is my all-time favorite Indiana player. Well, I guess he's getting emotional. We only got two people that are going to tell you I'm not going to be here. One is our SID and the other is me. Who the hell told you I wasn't going to be here? I'd like to know. Do you have any idea who it was? Yeah, I do. Coach. Who? I'll point them out to you in a while. They were from Indiana, right? No, they're not. No, weren't from Indiana, and you didn't no. get it from anybody from Indiana, did you? Could we please? No, I'll, do, I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You f***ed it up to begin with. I love it. Now <laughs> just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, back to the game. In my entire adult life, I've never used the expression game face. So I have no idea what it means or what you're supposed to do. He's making, making contorted faces. <laughs> when my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Well, there you go. There's the great Bobby Knight. Now, the other piece of breaking news is there's a huge new initiative talk, led by Kamala Harris mm -hmm. out of the White House. This is huge and extremely timely in not whatsoever insane whatsoever. This is not uh, absolutely backwards. We don't need to be nuked at all from anywhere, I don't think. I think this makes total and utter sense. And this is a new task force, and I'm going to let Kamala Harris tell it to us in her own voice. But I was just thinking in the last three weeks, I thought, you know, when are they finally going to come through with this task force? We need to have this, and they have come through with it. And they've put the – one, the task force totally makes sense. And two, um, they found the right person for the job. I feel safer absolutely already. Here is Kamala Harris. Hold on, we get Rewind, Kamala. I want to make sure we get it all else. This is historic. Our nation was founded on the fundamental principle that all people should have the freedom to live, to worship, and to be without fear of violence or persecution. Every person has the right to live safe from violence, hate, and bigotry. Oh, it's finally a, and for those reasons, a robust defense of Jewish... Americans. Yeah, they probably saw the videos coming out of Harvard yep. um, where there's a Jewish student being assaulted by for somehow the editor of the Harvard Law Review is um, assaulting Jewish students mm -hmm. with a crowd of people yelling shame at him yep. and shoving him out of the walkway. They must have seen that and, you know, They're be thinking reacting. that and, and it's a bold, quick strike force reaction and good for them. So many more. President Joe Biden and I have a duty not only to keep the people of our nation safe, but to condemn unequivocally and forcefully all forms of hate. Since we took office, President Biden and I have fought to uphold that duty. Over the past decade, America has seen a rise in attacks on houses of worship. So in response, we expanded funding to protect houses of worship from violence. After a surge in hate during the pandemic, in particular, anti-Asian hate. <laughs> President Biden signed the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act to improve sure. the reporting of hate crimes and to ensure hate crimes are investigated quickly and thoroughly. This is obviously, she's circling around, it's going to end up for protections for synagogues for Jews who are under assault. I know. I mean, they're having to spend a lot of their own money right now on security. There have been yep. kids at Cornell who can't eat at the kosher dining hall because they've had to bring in local police forces because of the threats against them. Earlier this year, in response to an historic rise in anti-Semitic attacks, we also released the first national strategy to counter anti-Semitism. And to make clear Taking on hate is a national priority. President Biden and I held the first White House summit to address hate-fueled violence, and we brought together religious leaders, community leaders, and survivors to continue our work to keep okay. all Americans safe. So we're safe. enhancing, I assume, the anti-Semitic national strategy. Since it doesn't seem to be working right now. No. And today, 
we take another important step forward in our fight against hate. For years, Muslims in America and those perceived to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate number of hate-fueled attacks. <laughs> it's funny, you know, all the viral videos, everything that's out there showing Hasidic guys being knocked out, showing Asians being knocked out, I don't know that I've ever seen any attack on a Muslim. I don't know that I've seen I'm, a single video of I must be an Islamophobic it. attack. As a result of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, we have seen an uptick in anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab, anti-Semitic, and Islamophobic what? incidents. Whoa, the, it, is any one of those perhaps more crucial at this moment? Has anybody been having an Islamophobic march? Is there... So, so it's anti-Muslim, anti-Arab, anti-Semitic... Anti-Palestinian. Anti-Palestinian. So, so, so wait a second. Who's the perpetrator of all this? I assume he looks something like me. Well, probably. The That's suggestion. who can do hate-fueled attacks. Yes. Across America, including the brutal attack of a Palestinian-American woman who is Muslim and the killing of her six-year-old son a senseless act of violence that the Department of Justice is investigating as a hate crime. Now, I am... By the way, did you see the guy who hate crime them? He was like a crazy person, right? He's a crazy, psychotic POS. Shoot him in the head. Who cares, okay? Obviously, nobody wants anybody's kids to be killed. Well, sorry. Some people in this country want people's kids to be killed. Yes. Some people do very loudly, as a matter of fact. They're tearing posters down, showing kids in desperate straits. For so many people in our nation, the past few days and weeks have brought about all too familiar fears. Fears that they will be targeted, profiled, or attacked simply because of who they are. Have you noticed something about this video? That she's not looking at the camera? I didn't notice. It's taken but... from like a 45 degree angle, her looking forward, but she's not looking at the camera. That's how weird. they worship or how they look. And so today, I am proud to announce the Biden-Harris administration will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan um, to protect... My two cents, um, Jews get guns. That's my two cents. Because this is an effing, holy, effing, believe me, joke in the streets. Jews are hiding... We posited the question yesterday, or I did yesterday, that will there be a time when you and I are allowed to walk in the streets and Jews are sheltering in place? It is starting to happen here and there. Well, yeah, and I think the important thing to call out, because obviously there was this crazy person that murdered this child, right? Yes. And But nobody, he wasn't like the CEO of a company or anything, whereas there are literally congressmen right now celebrating the terrorist attacks against Jewish people, right. speaking at rallies that are celebrating terrorist attacks against Jewish people. I mean, when you're talking about the editor of the Harvard Law Review, you're talking about somebody who's going to be able to get virtually any law job that they want in this country, right? Like, these are prestigious people at prestigious institutions, people who are going to be running your companies, in your government, making policy, you know, deciding cases in trial. This, this, these are serious people. This is not, you know, one-off, bigoted, crazy people like you have anywhere who who are against all kinds of people. By the way, the bigoted crazy people and the conspiracy theorists and the schizophrenics have not spared Jewish people either. They're, they happen to be a favorite target of conspiracy theorists of all stripes, it, you know, throughout the country. So, you know, it's not like crazy people are exclusively Islamophobic. I would say that there's probably actually a longer and more storied history of crazy mentally ill people targeting Jewish people than there is of them targeting Muslims. Well, it, right. But, and we're talking about a bunch of Jewish people were just uh, mini-holocausted. These stories had coming out are absolutely incredible. And, you know, 
what I had just what I had just seen. I mean, uh, just a story that came out today of of one of the first responders arriving at this kibbutz and seeing an eight year old girl who was still alive and talking. I guess who they had cut her arm off, they chopped it off and just left her there to bleed. And in that terror terrorism, the ungodly stuff is happening to Jewish people right now. And I don't want to hear this cr- freaking some oversensitive, uh, you know, Palestinian flag holding poster ripping POS somewhere calls, you know, the cops and says they feel threatened. Then, well, okay. you know, too bad, too bad. And this is BS. It's we'll it, this is apocryphal that it happened after nine eleven. It's BS as well. You know, one or two or three incidents somewhere is is. In, and by the way, here's another thing. This this is all I'm saying. This is my my thing that I've been saying is if you're Jewish, you're on your own. Your government does not have your back. You're on your own. That's just the fact. It is. It is. You you're and I I listen to these. I listen to these. Obviously, I listen to Dan Senor and I listen to commentary podcasts. And I listen to all those sorts of um, of Jewish people talking about how they're outraged that they're having to hide and shelter in place and being told to do it. No, we need to get out there and have a force and show a force. Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah, show a force, but get guns. Because if you were my friend and you're living in New York City and you're uh, high profile people who are Jewish, I would be saying, I'd be saying shelter in place or hey, get guns and and walk that way. Because nobody has your back, and for right. this BS to make the to make it, Muslim Americans the, the freaking victims right and effing now, God damn you, you piece of shit administration! I fucking hate these people. These are fucking vermin. This administration, and I, it's it's absolute freaking disgraceful, mm-hmm. disgraceful what we have going on here. They have, but it's no, everywhere. They have no. This administration has no. They're just shit. They're absolute shit, and I can't wait till they till he, he fucking keels over, or they just get voted out. I'm fucking. I'm. 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 I. This is. I mean, it's just like what they did in Afghanistan. That's all you have to know. These yeah. are cynical politicians. All they are doing is looking to enrich themselves, gain more power, sustain power, and that's it. They've not a goddamn a a, a living bone in their body that gives a shit about anything. They suck. All, all of these people, this administration sucks. What they did in Afghanistan, what the, he's doing now, he's this. This is I. I uh, that's all I can say. And also, Jewish friends, get guns as many as you possibly effing can. Absolutely, any way you have to get guns. There's plenty on the streets. Democrats have made sure that there's plenty of illegal guns flying around in uh, blue cities. Go find one. Yeah, it's and it's everywhere. This seems to be like the consensus in the West now in politics. The mayor of London tweeted today too. today marks the beginning of Islamophobia Awareness Month at a time when we're seeing rising hate crime toward a number of communities in our city. It has never been more important that we can collectively condemn these vile and ignorant acts. Islamophobia Awareness Month. There you go. This is this is the time. So this is one of those things, one of those untruths that you can't, in conservatives, in middle of the road, thinking um, liberals, you need to dispel, stop playing Candyland. Stop playing make pretend land. This, we need to stop now. This is serious now. This is serious now. Right. The, the, these are, an atrocity is an atrocity is an atrocity. To remove the healthy breasts of a 14-year-old girl is an atrocity. Don't be part of it. Don't say, yeah, that's fine. Oh, absolutely. Okay, okay. I was at my kids at the high school today, and one of the bathrooms said, all gender bathroom. Well, who the fuck are we kidding here? You know, you could, oh, yeah, we'll play right along. Yeah. Don't want anybody feeling to get hurt. No. You playing right along played, played, played right along into butchering kids. I heard some freaking uh, pundit today talking about um, I was on the five, I think, talking about how, well, well, we need some uh, institutionalization because this deinstitutionalization has led to a bunch of crazy people in the streets, you know, pushing people in the subway cars. But we have to be careful because remember, a hundred years ago, that meant that people were being institutionalized and were lobotomized. We have to be careful. Well, fuck you. It's you it who did that. It was freaks like you who yes. lobotomized. You did people. it now. And right, by the way, while you're conve- complaining about lobotomizing right now, you're cutting healthy breasts off people and cutting freaking. 
mm-hmm. a, you know, li- the, the freaking sexual organs off of people into totally changing people. And it's, it's freaking, what? That was a stink bug. I know what it is. I'm scared um, of it. Um, you know, it's, I, I've, I've got no, no time for this BS. And you've got to stop. And you know what? There's another thing. The, the doctor Callaway or whatever, who the guy, the big COVID guy, who's telling us we all had the mask and we had to do further measures. You know, he's one of these guys telling mm-hmm. us who's just come out a couple of days ago and said, by the way, in looking at it in retrospect, I made a mistake. But I was using the 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 information I had. We made a mistake. No, you pos, you freaking tried to destroy people who didn't go along with your masking horseshit. Uh, a, a lot of these people did. Well, and that tells you that's exactly what they're going to say when it turns out they were wrong about all the trans stuff and everything well, else. And it, it turns out it doesn't help. Exactly. Barry so Weiss you middle has, of the road mm-hmm. people who are saying, okay, it's okay to have the all gender bathrooms. I'm going to play along. I just want to be inclusive. You people, you're at, you're part of this problem. So you people who are going along but really don't believe it, stop this shit immediately. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop it. You need to because you are part of this. Remember, it's the people. I'm going to use a Holocaust metaphor, Alice. Okay. You know, it was uh, many people who knew exactly not to ask themselves why there was smoke coming out of those smokestacks, who aren't complicit in the deaths, but are complicit certainly in the process somewhere along the lines. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Fine, make it all ginger bathrooms. Fine. It's okay. The trains are coming through here night and day. I'm not going to ask questions. Not going to ask questions. Not going to ask questions. Da, 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 da. Those people are the most dangerous in the world. The go-along-to-get-along yeah. people are the most dangerous people in the world. It's true. I mean, it, and it takes, a lo- it takes a lot of them in your society, and it, you know, it's very tough to not go along with them because they seem so normal, and they're your friends, and they're your family, but they will, like, put you on the train car in a heartbeat if it's, like, part of what everyone's doing. For your doing. own good. I'm doing it for you. Right. For you, it totally makes sense that we're having this softball team full of 11-year-old girls suck wind in 85-degree days with masks on that are filthy now. Totally makes sense, right? 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 Frigging pathetic. Pathetic. No time for it. You know what, Alice? I'm not cleaning up a goddamn swear in this episode. I'll let people know that it's that the swears are staying in. I'm not cleaning up anything. What else is going on? Well, um, freaking assume- national strategy to counter Islamophobia. And by the way, here's another thing. You know what's not a thing? What's not a thing? You know what's not an element? What's not an element? Hate. That's just hate. That, we know when we say it, it's just hate. It's all the same. The hate is all the same. Yep. It's just hate. Matthew Shepard, hate. Hate crime. There you go. Hate. He's killed by two anti-gay people. Hey, yep, that's all this. It just is. And the only reason they use hate, and they're 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 no more specific than using general terms that don't mean anything, mm-hmm. is because they want to use it on you. That's why. Because if it remains undefined, but you know it's a pernicious, malevolent thing, then it can be transferred right onto you. Don't hate. Right. Don't hate. When you say there's two genders, you're being you're hating, and you know what hate crimes are, right? Those are all murders and things like that. Mm-hmm. So don't hate. That's what they're doing. Is what's happening to Jewish kids on college campuses right now? Is that hate? Context. No. Oh. Okay. Have you not seen the last seventy five years? What's happening? In, no. Okay. So yes, and that's right. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, and and context is right. That's like where. They're getting a lot of this. I so want to quote, I want quote to... the great uh, Bobby Knight when we talk about all of these people, including in this administration. Mm-hmm. One or two steps above prostitution, but they're not above prostitution. Prostitution yep. Prostitutes are making an actual honest day's work living. Right. These people are vermin. Prostitutes don't, aren't divisive. These people are, are, are just absolutely scummed. For my friend Jerry Callahan, who's sidelined right now, are absolutely scummed. Um, but yeah, it's all about the context. And that's what the New York Times told me about the people tearing down the pictures of Israeli children or defacing mm-hmm. them with things that call them settlers and stuff like that. Um, the New York Times ran a piece by uh, Catherine Rosman about um, 
The posters of the kidnapped Israelis are igniting a firestorm on American sidewalks. So it's not the people tearing them down. It's the posters are igniting a firestorm. In the weeks since Hamas attacked Israel, flyers depicting hostages have become ubiquitous. But in cities and on college campuses, anti-Israel protesters have removed them. And so then it goes on to talk about like how there's all these altercations on video of people confronting people, ripping down the posters or oh, defacing them. Oh, there are altercations. Yeah, all these. Well, there's not one person destroying something and one person asking why. These are altercations. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they so they talk about all this and the posters and you know the people who started to create the posters which you can print and they made them available online to be able to print they got permission from all the families so they're not like exploiting anyone and and people have actually reached out to them it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You know, who weren't featured and asked to be, to yes. have their loved ones added. This is something that the people want who... It's their, it's their loved ones. They want the faces out there. They want awareness of this going on in the world. Um, and it's something that, you know, they they want people to see and they have permission for. And clearly, like, Palestinian people are also allowed to put up posters if they want to why put wouldn't up they suggest? Why wouldn't this administration say blatantly that hate is removing posters of little children who've been kidnapped? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they say mention that blatantly? Aren't those examples of hate happening in every city, including Boston, the city with the most progressive nope. colleges all over the place? Mm-hmm. Um, no hate crimes? Maury Healy no set hate up a crimes. hate crime hotline when Donald Trump was elected president. Just for being elected president, she set up a hate crime hotline, which, of course, a good Democrats in this state use to report false hate crimes. Right. Right. Um and they, but and they go on. They quote some of these people that are ripping down posters, and the things that they say are like actually incredibly shocking. Including, um, I'm looking for this one particular quote: "The battle has inflamed already tense emotions." Um, the skirmishes over the posters are both old-fashioned and very modern. Social media has the power to elevate them. Um, the salient issue is one of free expression. Um, he dismisses the excuses. Mr. Mishkin, who is Jewish, has published the names of the people included in these images. Uh, Miles Grant, 24, here's a quote from one of the people tearing down the posters. Takes down posters in New York occasionally, he said in a telephone interview. It's the lack of context that gets me, said Mr. Grant. There you go, context. Uh said Mr. Grant, who said he is Jewish and a self-described pro-Palestinian who is not a Zionist. It's so obvious that they don't care about people's lives, he said of those putting up the kidnapped posters. Jesus, wow. How freaking backwards would you have to be to If they did, he said the posters would include details explaining the history of the Israel-Palestinian conflict. Oh, obviously. If you cared about human lives, you would put on your missing poster about the eight-year-old child Mm -hmm. the context of Israel and Palestine, that would be a lot more like an essay and a lot less like a poster. Well, that's the th- isn't that the thing? Right. Is that these people think that that these posters are political speech. Right. They're not. They're desperate pleas to, if you see this person, please get the word out that we're looking for him or her. Please, please help us, please. Right. Um, but that's not what... That's not what he and others, I've seen a few people say this online, feel that the posters, why the posters are put up. 
Um, if you cared about human lives, you'd include details explaining the history of the Israel-Palestinian conflict. Why did this happen and what are the events that led to its happening? That's what's missing. And I think it's intentional. He said he had felt concerned at times he would end up in a viral video, but he has not let that deter him. How brave of him. I think they're putting them up to bait people into taking them down. He said, I think it's disgusting how they're trying to destroy people's lives. See, they put up the posters to destroy his life. They put up the posters to try and trick him into taking Wait down the posters she so that they the miniskirt could... so I'd try to rape her. I'm gonna try to rape her, but she put it up because of that, so she did the bad thing. How dare she try and bait people into doing that? I mean, what an incredible freaking thing to say. It's disgusting how they're trying to destroy people's lives by putting up these posters that just try and trick us into tearing them down. This is Deputy Press Secretary Emily Simons, and this is a gaggle on Air Force One. We know that people are hurting. We know that, um, especially in Muslim and Arab American communities, um, and that's why we continue to be very vocal about the fact that we are heartbroken by each and every loss of life. We especially, especially, talk about the like the. Having the total colonized, colonizer, oppressor, oppressor, oppressed mentality. Right. They're hurt. The Jewish people, they're hurting. We know that. But you know what? Come on, guys. They're going to be fine. Right? Come on. But these people over here with the flags of driving pickup trucks in big American cities doing donuts Mm -hmm. and stuff in the middle of intersections with Palestinian flags. You know, come on. They're... They can't help. Guys, Israel, Jewish, Americans, just, you know, take this one for the team. These other people are hurting. They live in an open-air prison over there. Mm-hmm. Holy freak. Speaking of oppression, um, I have great news on the oppression front. There's going to be a little less oppression in one industry now, um, which is uh, bird-watching, which I know you are, con- and ornithology, which I know you are concerned about the... Um, I do like the birds. Deep racist roots, though. In, oh, in, oh, I see. Yeah. I didn't know this. Um, Are the birds racist? Uh, well, this is from the Washington Post, uh, and NPR has reported on this as well. Dozens of bird names honoring enslavers and racists will now be changed. Oh. The American Ornithological Society, Ornithological Society says it will alter the names of North American birds named after humans, starting with up to 80 of them. After two years of discussion and debate... Is what you happen that what happens in these institutions? You start change, allowing pronouns. You start melting down statues all, of General yep, Lee. All gender bathrooms. Here you go. Then the psychos are in charge. Hello. After two years of discussion and debate, the nation's premier birding organization has decided that birds should not have human names. The American Ornithological Society announced Wednesday that it will remove names given to North American birds in honor of people and replace them with monikers that better have we, describe... Have we colonized the birds? Because... Yeah, the birds are very colonized. But, I mean, they are. I see many of them. Actually, one of my favorite parts of this article is when they say that... Um, they debated whether or not they should change the um, South American bird names because they weren't sure if they were like the American Ornithological Society, like if it was their place to change the names of South American birds or not. Oh, that's a good point. That's, that's tricky, tough. right? Yeah. It's hard to tell if you're allowed to do that. Um, but hey, anyway, American they're going to remove the names. Society, I just mm-hmm. have a question for you. Can you just fucking stick to birds, okay? <laughs> It's going to remove names given to North American birds in honor of people and replace them with monikers that better describe the plumage and other characteristics. Now, see, of course, this is what they do is they try and invent some practical reason. No, it's just we're going to do it with the the more the the plumage characteristics. It's going to be much more practical for everyone. This is what they did in the town we used to mm-hmm. live in. They couldn't have aldermen because it said man in it. Right, and that's very hurtful. And so yes. they wanted to change it to city councilor. Yes. And they used the excuse. They were like, well, not only does it have man in it, but like nobody even knows what an alderman is. City councilor is much less confusing. Like, Okay, replace them with monikers that better describe the plumage and other characteristics. The group said it will prioritize birds whose names trace to enslavers, white supremacists, and robbers of indigenous graves. Among them is one of the most famous birders in U.S. history, John James Audubon. Here we go. (laughs) What's the Audubon Society going to do now? Because they're fully captured by the woke, too. Goodbye, Audubon. 
There's power in a name and some English bird so names. So wait a second. So you can't have birds named after people who were doing the stuff that people normally did at that time. Nope. Okay. Some English bird names have associations with the past that continue to be exclusionary and harmful today, the society's president, Colleen Handel, said in a statement. We need a much more inclusive and engaging scientific process. What, that, what is her title again? Uh, the president of the American Ornithological Society. Okay. We need a much more inclusive... You know that, that she is mm -hmm. mostly, she is a psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Just do birds, focuses idiot. attention on the unique features and beauty of the birds themselves. Sometime next year, they are going to appoint a committee to explore up to 80 new names. The move at oh, an I organization. I know for a fact they get government money, taxpayer money. There's no way they don't get grants. Oh, I'm sure they Christ. do. The move at an organization known for its reluctance to rename birds was surprising even to the activists who requested it after a white woman in Central Park fal falsely accused a black birder oh, of I assault see. in 2020. George Floyd, man, <laughs> just pay for the copies of whatever you're doing at that store next time. You know, what a pain. In a racial reckoning that shook the field of ornithology. <laughs> okay, Alice, I'm going to be uh, either offing myself the here or I'm going to need a drink. The activists, most of them white, argued that the names of some birds were offensive to people of color. See? That's why there's not more black birders. is because things are <laughs> named after John James Audubon. We've seen a lot of changes in our world in the recent past, Sarah Morris, the society's president-elect, said in reference to racial justice protests that followed George Floyd's murder by a Minneapolis police officer and the Central Park incident involving birder Christian Cooper. Wait a second. So, uh, so we have to change all the names of all the birds mm -hmm. because this guy who was harassing dogs right. was confronted by a And now has was... his own National Geographic show. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Okay. Hold on. I'm just going to need a moment here. <laughs> Racial insensitivity in the overwhelmingly white field of ornithology and birding should be rejected, Morris said. Recent reports projected that North America has lost 3 billion birds in the last 50 years, and we need to engage as many people as we can in the enjoyment, study, oh, wait, no, and conservation of wait, birds. So, so that seems to be more their bailiwick, as far as I... Well, no, but that's, they need to break down barriers to participation... Like having racist bird names. That's stopping black people from being a part of ornithology. And if they get more black people in ornithology, then we won't lose as many birds. Oh, oh, yeah. And so... Oh. We've lost three million, three billion birds. I'm sorry. And so we need to engage as many people in the conservation as we can. So <laughs> if we rename them... Dear God. We rename the racist birds... I don't ask for much. As we rename the racist birds, and I then we get more I haven't black done confession people. Do liberals in 50 actually? Years. No, can I, I am ask asking you, um, dear Lord, um, Allah, or um, um, God, or whatever the Hindu God is. All of the gods, I'm asking you. Perhaps one of you will take me in. In the name of you, Lord, please blow up this fucking planet right now. Please, please. I don't even have to die instantly. I can be hurling through the cosmos in pain and bleed out slowly. Please destroy this planet. And, and I'm happy to go. And my five kids and the animals around us and whatever. We need to you to smite this planet down into a thousand pieces. This, um, dear Lord, this experiment is an abject fucking failure. I apologize on behalf of mankind that we suck so freaking much. Um, so I didn't say amen. Sorry. Amen. Um, Jordan Rudder, a birder who organized the petition with her fiance, Gabriel Foley, said the society's action left her speechless. It's everything we asked. Um, um, Gabriel, it might be, they're Gabriel, saying it might be Gabriel tricky. Foley. Uh, can I just say something to mm -hmm. Gabriel Foley? You're the biggest fucking pussy I have ever, <laughs> ever heard of in my life. <sighs> um, yeah, they're saying it might be tricky if you've memorized the names of some of these birds, but it's going to be worth it. Um, you know, Townsend's Warbler or Townsend's Solitaire are named after John Kirk Townsend. Um, Did he hate? Did he hate? He um, he stole skulls from the graves of Native people in the 1800s. Oh, son of 
in North America, where indigenous tribes in what are now the United States and Canada encountered and named wild birds centuries before the arrival of European settlers. Oh, white good, people the, the are credited. Times. White people are credited for discovering the birds. White people were the ones to name the birds after other white people, and white people are still the folks that oh, are perpetuating yeah. those Colon- names. Colonizers. Yeah. At least two chapters of the National Audubon Society voted to change their names and distance themselves from the enslaver who detested abolitionists and by his own account once guided a family of escapees back to their enslaver. The Audubon's Shearwater and Audubon's Oriole were named to honor. Yeah. Yep. That's tough. Uh, Bachman's Sparrow and Bachman's Warbler uh, immortalized John Bachman. Uh, He said bad things about black people. Can't have that. Um... Two members of so he doesn't get a bird mm-hmm. name. No, two members of bird names. And this for is birds. why black people mm-hmm. have not been into birding. Yes, that's of why. John Bachman and Audubon, Townsend. Yeah. So you know, it might be tricky for you at first because you've memorized all these bird names yeah. and you're probably attached to them. them. <laughs> I love them. I'm very. I love Bachmans. The the red breasted Bachman. Is one of my favorite mm-hmm. birds. I, I listen to its uh, swooning crow every morning. Mm-hmm. So the society made an ad hoc committee on English bird names. This took them two years. Alice, I'm going to like meeting this house every on fire two weeks on Zoom. Little, they story. came up with a priority list of names to change. At first, the diverse white, black, and Latino members failed to arrive at a consensus. In addition to North American birds, this they organization mulled, go out of business. Please, they mulled changing the names of South American birds, but eventually decided it was not their place. Months later, they came to the realization that all eponymous names are problematic. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> this committee is problematic. Why don't the guy, the committee guy, just put a gun to his head and just say, you know what? Listen to this. So they're not allowed, even though they had some priority ones that were like bad people who, like in the yes, 1800s, yes. said something bad about black people or something, right? Yes. All names are problematic that are named after people because they imply possession of a species. Mm. They are overwhelmingly... Are you sure this is a real story? Yes, this is in the Washington Post, and it is also on NPR. Yes. Uh, They are overwhelmingly... If there's a terrorist group Mm -hmm. looking for (laughs) membership by somebody who would be considered unlikely to be a terrorist, please email me, winchester (laughs) at gmail.com. They're overwhelmingly from a particular time and social fabric. They're almost all white men. Few women, and women were almost all first names. Our main goal was to increase the bird-watching public. Oh, there weren't enough racist women back then. The committee startled the society's leadership with its recommendation to change all English bird names and at least two cultural names of birds that did not make sense. The names should be descriptive of the birds. Uh, This is a historic, momentous decision. I have a plea, and I Mm know this shouldn't be like this. I have a plea to the cat, the outdoor cat population. (laughs) <laughs> I need you to. We mobilize. know some. There's some outdoor cats who are fans of this show. Actually, yes. I need you to. Yes, toast, little toast. I need mm-hmm. you to mobilize <laughs> and destroy as many renamed birds as possible. We need to all all you outdoor cats. I am uh, announcing a in allyship is an allyship, a treaty, mm-hmm. alliance, with, alliance. Yes, with you, I will feed you felines from now on. Go out and kill as many birds as possible. Let's do it all. Let's do the whole thing. Forget it. You dickhead. Sorry, that's a stink bug. Oh, God dang it, that hurt. I think you may have wounded him, though, so that's <sighs> a plus. He wounded me, He's too. limping. Jesus. Hopefully his poison will get me in the neck. Okay. <laughs> all right, Alice, what's the hot sauce? Can we... It's the Chelsea oh, Fire frig. Wicked Hot Sauce. I'm not cleaning this up. Not. Maybe we'll hear some birds if Tim and Canton calls in. Yeah, that's right. He has a lot of birds. He has a lot of birds. It's true. I'm not cleaning this up, you know. I'm not. Okay, that affects the monetization. What monetization? Which one? Oh, really? Yeah. There's too many squares in it. I'm not cleaning. No, I don't care. It's not going to be. This one's not going to be monetized. They're not going to. As long as you mark off that it's explicit. Okay, I'm going to mark off that it's explicit. Okay. Uh, Right through this. Right through the Twitter feed. I'm seeing another. Callan Zimmerman, an educator at Stony Brook University Center for Inclusive Education, who's ripping off uh, uh, posters of children uh, right now. Okay. 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 It's going to be fine. Fine. Okay. As long as Townsend's warbler isn't free to roam America. (laughs) 
What do you think fentanyl costs? <laughs> I don't know. Tom, on the food podcast, yes. you kind of look down at people who order couscous. Yeah. But I'm sure you know, Blind Mike loves, loves couscous. couscous. And he always talks about eating steak and couscous. So was that a shot at Blind Mike? He did big time me and unfollowed me. So I've unfollowed him. So we are now, there is friction. But I do still love him. Um, but uh, he's also revealed... Steve, that in fact he's eating like fat guy stuff. He's not really eating a steak and couscous usually. He's eating real big fat guy stuff, which which I appreciate. He did say it in one of the subsequent episodes, like two months ago, three months ago. So no, we have a we're, we've had yeah. a cooling well, off. Mike still follows me. He does. Yeah. Unfollow him. No. Block him. No. It's in like order. It. No. Friggin' frig. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's where we are on that. Other Tommy in New Hampshire. Okay. Tom and Alice, I'm calling again. This is Tommy from New Hampshire. Hey, Tommy. Hi, Tommy. The other Tommy from New Hampshire. <clears throat> you guys need to stop the chat, chat, chat. It's absolutely out of hand. It's ridiculous. Uh-oh. Have Chelsea fire sponsor something else. <laughs> Talk about the issues of the days. Yep. Not what everybody else is doing and all this silly crap about Minahan. Nobody cares. Talk about your show. Talk about the stuff that mm-hmm. matters. This is absolutely ridiculous. The chat chat is taking over your show, and it's terrible. <laughs> so appreciate that, Tommy. But I will talk about your your message right now. Um, people want to bring stuff up. That's absolutely fine. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I like the idea of you know on the fly different topics. And I'm cool with it. And I listen to a bunch of podcasts, and I love the KMS podcast. Uh, so I like to talk about it. And that is it. And I think we talk about the issues of the day probably more than most people. So, no. And thank you for listening, Tommy. And I appreciate it. But, no, I will talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And that's how it's going to be. But call again, please. Anytime. Wow. Bianca Delagaza. Ooh. That is a name from the past. Yes. Two things. One absolute smoke show yes and two didn't she get in trouble for embezzlement a few years ago i know that she is no longer married to david wade i think that's been done for over a decade yes yes but wasn't there an embezzlement angle with her or am i just making that up no, I that that rings a bell now, Steve. I I, it, I did have it in. We did have her on in Herald Radio one time, and people thought that she was condescending to me because she started her own like online show. And I said like, so do you want to get back into media? Sometimes she said, Tom, it is media. All right, cool. You know what I mean. But um, but yeah, I, th- I thought she got into some hot water. But who cares? I'm I I find that attractive. I don't know. I mean, she's she's a she's a Hall of Famer as far as um attractive TV people go. She absolutely is. Don't you agree, Alice? I guess. Do you I not remember who she is? I haven't really put together my Mount Rushmore of attractive oh, TV anchors. like 20 years ago. She was, well, you've got to your guy, Bill Malugin. Well, I mean, I just like him, but I haven't like put much thought into the female anchors, right? Yeah, yeah. Bianca Del Garza. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Guys, we appreciate your chat, chat, chat messages. Um, and we I, feel free to, to leave more. We were probably going to make them and shorter. And we're kind of driven by what people call in about. So, yeah. you know, we're open to talking about issues of the day on the chat chat yes. also. And I'm all for, Tommy, for any kind of criticism or, or critique or whatever, or even your opinion at all. I'm happy to, to address it no matter what. But but absolutely. I'll just get back to the point. Oh, yeah, I was going to address Tim and Canton, too. Um, today he called the other show. And my feeling on Italians and Irish, et cetera. Obviously, I love Italians. Um, the Irish folks, um, I just have had a lot of interactions with off-the-boat Irish people in my 20s and 30s. And some of them were very good friends and some of them not so much. I'm not anti-Irish. Um, I just... When you're, when you you hang, just look down on... No, I do not. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that the, that I'm not caught up in the luster just because somebody tells me they're from old Tipperary. I'm like... I'm, 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 you're not charmed? No longer. There were a time I was. I'm fine. I get it. <laughs> I have no no problem whatsoever. I may have a problem with Germans. That's a, I'm allowed to because I'm, a, I'm German. Um, 
But, yeah, but, Tommy, you know, you can't do a podcast, um, you know, pretty much five days a week for a lot of time unless, or I can't, unless I'm into what I'm talking about. And so... I like, like, I also have problems, like, talk about the Minahan show with KMS. When he's talking mm-hmm. about golf, I don't care. I would go right through that stuff. But he likes to, and it makes him happy. And it's the same way that it, I like to, and it makes me happy to sometimes talk about the show or, or answer questions about the show. So that's where I am on that. But I do, um, but I do value opinions. Right, Alice? Always. That's right. Because you know what, Alice? I'm not one of these um, podcast hosts who's one or two steps above prostitution. That's not me. I'm a... I'm a different kind of cat. Right. You're exactly at the step of prostitution. Correct. <laughs> you're open to prostitution. Yes. I'm, I've never said I wasn't. <laughs> so speaking of prostitution, if uh, you do want to join our Patreon, where generally we have live streams um, and you also get extra content each week, that is at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can, of course, also listen to the show for free. There's links at uh, burnbarrelpodcast.com to all the different places to listen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.